One of the fun things you get to do as a priest is circumcise everyone, amen? King David went around with a bag full of foreskins, and I saw just now in that last worship song the foreskin, the foreskins of 200 cities. Yeah, so they're getting circumcised in the bowels of the cities, and it's from all the uncleanness of sexual morality and perversion and idolatry, just straight up circumcised. I saw the Goliath sword go through 200 cities and circumcise 200 cities right now. This thing is about to get so real by the ability of heavenly Jerusalem. <laughs> I believe that just happened right now in the spirit, literally, as a vision. Not of future glory, but of what the Father is doing right now by His ability. And the circumcision is of the holy place of your innermost being to flood your personality with God the Father's holiness, righteousness, peace, and love. Amen. With His Word, the sword of the Spirit, the Word of God. The Word of God is exceedingly more powerful than you could ever imagine. The Word of God has the ability to create universes. The Word of God has the power to expel one-third of the angels. The Word of God has the ability of anything it desires, for it is God Himself. Jesus Christ is the Word of God. We don't really understand the fullness of the power of the Word of God because we haven't been perfectly sanctified ourselves as priests of the Melchizedek Order of the New Covenant to operate at this level of sonship, but now we will. The sanctification is so serious and so perfect in Father's eyes that He will give us the power to circumcise all cities and all nations before Jesus returns. Oh yeah. You need to understand something about the Bride of Christ. She's a high priestess. Mm -hmm. Equally yoked to Jesus Christ with spiritual ability. <laughs> Everything Jesus is capable of, we are. Not one area lacking. There's not one thing about God that we don't already have. We're just dormant. We just lack the revelation and the ability. A lot of it is we just don't have faith for it. We don't believe the written word. We don't believe the prophetic word. We don't believe the living word. We do it to a measure. But do we have the faith of the Father? Yes, we do. You have the faith of God. I have given them my measure of faith, it is written. Faith isn't something you mustard up like a mustard seed, but it's the very planting of the Father Himself in the garden of your spirit. And if you were to just drink and not think, that faith would be authored and perfected and it would become the largest of all the garden plants. And it could be a covering of all flesh because you'd manifest the fullness of the Father's ability today. And that's what you're about to do. As you come through and follow through and get rid of everything that entangles you, you'll begin to see who you are in Christ and your destiny scroll will be unraveled right out of your belly. You need to live out of your belly and not your brain. You need to live beheaded every day. When you're beheaded, then you can live out of God's ability. I die daily. Where do you die? You die to your head at the place of the skull. It's an altar that's being used continuously. Amen. And what brings forth eternity is a people that know how to use that eternal altar to crucify every soul with Christ. As priests, we don't 
do anything in this soul realm. That's blasphemy, wickedness, unrighteousness. God forbid we do anything in the soul realm. We do everything in the holy place, and the overflow of the holy place automatically hits the inner court and outer court. Unless you're dealing with the roots up, it's just band-aid work. That's why so many fall away, because they didn't get healed up from their roots up. You need to work in the roots of David. You need to work in the menorah of the seven spirits of God through people's holy place, through their spirit and out their face. And when they get really healed, it's an ever-increasing glory, a never-fading glory, a never-fading love. It's called in Song of Songs, a wood that will not decay. Two building of two trees in the garden, of the tree of life that can't decay, which is based on the Father's works, and of the tree of knowledge that decays, that's based on the works of man's soul, of what you think is good, the false prophet, and the beast, and the red dragon. And you could just have a little bit of beast in you. You could just have, I'm telling you, it doesn't take much to spoil the whole lump. Jesus said just one little kernel, like a little leaven. He's talking about yeast. You know how small yeast is? Yeast is a seed. It's microscopic. He said a little yeast would ruin the whole lump, the whole dough. I'm telling you guys, you got a little red dragon in you, which is pride. You got a little false prophet in you, which is interpretation of the soul of the external realm. I'm telling you, I'm watching people with just a little bit of yeast fall off cliff like goats this season. And what they're, what's coming out of their mouth when they've been accurate before is literally the exact opposite of what God the Father is saying right now. How could you come this far and then turn back and turn into a pillar of salt? God's saying they're not turning into a pillar of salt. They're just staying at that level. And then when they prophesy about levels higher than themselves, they're wrong about everything they think they know. It's true. You come to a place of growth where you say no to God and everything's above you, you're cut off from. And that's your eternal reward, right where you plateaued, God forbid. We must go much deeper than this. Many people have barely even tasted the power of the age to come. Barely even tasted what's available in Jesus Christ, in Eden. I'm telling you, we need to go all the way and be sealed in the Garden of Eden today. <laughs> we need to take away everything that offends the Father. Now, people think that God's going to remove things that offend. Jesus Christ said in the red letters that everything that offends will be removed. <laughs> but he's not talking about everything that offends religious people, because then God would be removed. He's talking about everything that offends the Father which is only religion. God's not offended by anything else. You never see Jesus manifesting anger except towards religion in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Cat of nine tails towards religion. Those that sold in the marketplace, doves, they're selling doves, they're selling offerings and sacrifices, turning our Father's house into a marketplace. He was angry at the religious people because of their greed and copywriting all that stuff in music and, and selling all the praise and worship music, making millions and billions of dollars, selling movies about Jesus and stuff. And, you know, of course, all good intentions, you know, it's always like that. Yeah, you got to self-sacrifice, yeah. Well, Jesus had to make a cat of nine tails to deal with it, so just deal with the cat of nine tails now, because you're going to be completely shredded. <laughs> There's no doubt about it. <laughs> and then you see the only other time is what in Matthew, when he's dealing with the teachers of the law, Pharisees, and scribes. He said, how will you escape going to hell? You brood of vipers, you whitewashed tombs, you snakes, your father's the devil. 
over and over and over. The woes, whoa, 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 whoa. But you never see that one single time towards a rebellious person in the ministry of Jesus in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Not one time did he ever get angry at a, re- a rebellious person. It was just mercy, compassion. The issue is, is Jesus is only interested in removing the things that are a stumbling block for your hearts and your minds being restored to the Father. Rebellion is not that big of a stumbling block. That's why he was so patient towards it, because, bam, Father's a greater pleasure, you're done rebelling, game over. Now, religion, on the other hand, continues to fight against the Father every moment of every day of your relationship with God. (laughs) There is a fury of the Father against religion. There are warring angels on assignment to cut religious stumbling blocks down into hell on a level you have never seen in history today. (laughs) What has been a stumbling block in the past won't even exist in just a couple years. You'll look around and be like, man, this used to be a realm that no one would let you in, and everyone's in that realm because the religious ones that have blocked you from entering Eden will be completely cut down by the Goliath sword today. There are warring angels on assignment to remove every stumbling block and everything that offends the Father for the sons and daughters of all nations to be harvested into the Garden of Eden today. You need to understand the warfare is not against so much rebellion. It's against the Father's pleasure and against religious people that deny you entering access in Eden. That's ultimately what Satan is trying to stop and shut down from the great harvest. The fallen angels do not want anyone to enter the love realm, the promised land. It's called the promised land of the new covenant, the realm of divine love. And yet I will show you a way that transcends every other way. 1 Corinthians 12, 31, the realm of divine love, the glory realm of love, (laughs) far exceeds anything you've ever known in Christianity, far exceeds, I mean, there's been people that have had tastes into this. There have been mystics throughout history that have walked in this and written books about this. Teresa of Avalon, Lady Guyon, there's been many, the Apostle John lived in this realm and when he was on Patmos and he was the love apostle, the Gospel of John, love, First John, love, Revelation, love, it's all about love. This love realm has always been the greatest realm and the greatest apostles that have ever lived have always lived out of this realm. But now, God the Father is opening up for everyone to be sealed in this love realm. This love realm is nothing less than the Garden of Eden itself. Now, it starts by faith in your heart. So, it'll start with a feeling, it'll start with a sensation, it'll start with a pleasure, like a, a, and maybe a mild ecstasy or a strong ecstasy, but the brain cannot comprehend this realm. Zero. So you have to walk by faith, not by sight, until you have His sight by Eden rising in your heart. You have to die to your natural senses daily to keep your senses golden. At any time that you say, oh, my senses are good now. I've been crucified with Christ for five years. I've tasted of glory. I speak in tongues. I operate in all the gifts of the Spirit. we got a really good thing going here. My family is blessed. Marketplace blessed. But then if you stop growing even at that level of being blessed, that's your eternal rewards. People get a taste of this and settle for complacent satisfaction. You have to have 
a crazy level of discipleship to know the Father, that there is so much infinitely more in realms that almost nobody has ever tasted before. We're going into realms of Enoch. We're going to walk the path of Enoch. The path of Enoch is the path of overcoming death by divine pleasure. Everyone will. I mean, this isn't going to be just the mystics and the apostles. This is going to be every man, woman, and child that wants to exodus out of the natural dimension will exodus into the love-glory dimension. (laughs) And we'll have unity in the love. This is the realm of the unity of the brethren. When you're full of the Father's love and you can see the Father fully formed in others, there cannot be envy, strife, comparisons. This is the realm of everyone's destiny scroll manifesting and wrapping their body and playing the part in their cut clarity and color of the diamond of the many-faceted sided wisdom of God, which is the entire kingdom made one on earth as it is in heaven. You can see everyone plays a part as, as a part of this diamond, this perfect body of Christ. And there's cut and there's clarity and there's color to it. And it's like, all the precious gemstones of God's sons and daughters coming together in His love. And everyone plays a part. You could say, well, they're not equally yoked. Well, maybe they're not a high priest, but maybe they're a musician. God doesn't see the same way we do. He created everyone differently. Everyone's scroll is different, and we like to compare ourselves to the high priest. We like to compare ourselves to the apostles. God doesn't like that. That, that really is not healthy at all. That will give you, get you jealous. You'll begin murdering the glory of God and you'll cut yourself off from health. From health. You'll give yourselves over to demons for the destruction of your flesh. Don't do that. Understand you are a unique part of God's diamond wisdom, of His ruby wisdom, of His emerald and sapphire wisdom, of the gemstone wisdom of God. And you are all gemstones, and together you make the kingdom of heaven. And the kingdom of heaven cannot operate perfectly without you. It can't. We don't want to pick up the slack of people falling away because they don't fulfill their destiny today. Which will happen. Many people have died. There's been like 33 million abortions in my generation since Roe versus Wade. Bob Jones says they were able to kill everyone except the priests. They killed one out of three of my generation in America since Roe versus Wade. One out of three dead in heaven, growing, hallelujah. But Satan was able to kill every destiny scroll except the destiny scrolls of the priests. And the issue now with the priests is getting everyone's destiny scroll manifest through their souls and wrapping their bodies so they can build the kingdom of heaven on earth. The priests have been selfish. The priests have been greedy. The priests have taken care of their own family. And they haven't built up people's holy place in their spirit life unto perfection into the unity of faith in this love glory yet, but now we will. And that's how the whole kingdom of heaven will materialize and get so super strong that the whole world will bow to us. They'll come with everything they have and bow when we have unity, when everyone is built up in their place and position, in their destiny, in the Father's love burning through their bowels of compassion, completely moved and loosed and manifesting through their face the fullness of the fire of God. Everyone can manifest the Father's fire and glory, the Father's love, the Father's holiness. The issue is what manifests through your stomach and out your face will be a unique destiny scroll and a different position in the kingdom of heaven. Every single person completely different. Now there will be many priests, there will be many tribes, there will be many families, there's many clans. It's a gigantic kingdom 
that I believe on earth will now have one billion people take their position in this diamond that will form on earth. <laughs> one billion will take their place in the kingdom of heaven on earth, on earth as it is in heaven. And it will happen because the priests got so perfected in the Father's love, walking with the Father in the coolness of the day, that they were able to build up everyone's spirit life to manifest their destiny scroll. That's what King David did. King David walked in the seven spirits of God. That's written in Isaiah 11.2, the roots of Jesse. The, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, counsel and might, knowledge and the fear of the Lord, and the spirit of the Lord was upon David to build up everyone to manifest their destiny, to have a type and shadow of the fullness of the kingdom of heaven on earth through David's kingdom. Amen. And now we're going to do it not in the types and shadows of David, but in the full realities of heaven through Jesus Christ. Not in mirrors, <laughs> not in smoke, but in the full realities of the blazing glory of the seven spirits of God, blazing through our faces, glowing faces. Matthew 17, faces brighter than the sun, burning through everyone's spirit to fully manifest their destiny. And who manifests their destiny? Anyone that receives our love. Your destiny will be fulfilled to the measure you can receive love from the priests. Because God's only here through men and women. If you can't receive through the high priests and the apostles, there's zero chance you'll fulfill your destiny. Zero. If you think you can be a lone ranger apart from this diamond, apart from the body of Christ, I mean, you'd be lucky if you stay saved. You'd be lucky if you stay saved. You have to be a member of the kingdom of heaven, a citizen of heavenly Jerusalem. Your citizenship depends on the whole body, the unity of the brethren, and especially now, more than ever, the apostles and prophets. These men and women are the mightiest apostles and prophets that have ever walked the earth. It's true, he saved the best wine for last. And people have been so hurt by men in leadership, women in leadership, so abused in all kinds of ritual abuse, all kinds of financial abuse, all kinds of sexual abuse. I mean, I hear nightmares every single day of ministry for 13 years of how hard and hurt they've been by everything that's in the world that calls itself Christianity. Well, you know what? God the Father's here to heal all of it from your roots up, and all of that stuff that's hurt you will be completely healed, and you won't even remember how hurt you were after the glory of the Father burns through you. You can't even have a negative memory after the Father's love glory burns through you. I used to be negative about everything because the only thing I ever remembered and experienced in life was negativity, death and hell every day. Now I can't remember a negative thing that happened to me even in my childhood. When there was constant terrible stuff happening, I have a sense of humor. I mean, you get so healed from, like, in utero. You go past, you know, sperm, being sperm in the mother's egg back into eternity, and you, have, you see yourself in eternity before you're even formed in your mother's womb, and you go all the way through your lifeline to this present time, and all that exists is glory. <laughs> I can't even remember a thing negative that's ever happened in my entire life in eternity past to this present moment or into eternity future. I mean, that's what the love glory does to you. It completely burns you perfect as if nothing negative or no sin has ever stained your garments from before the foundations of the world. Amen. And then you begin walking it and you're so beaming with the glory of the Father that it's contagious and everyone tastes it. And everyone starts gets transformed by it. All they do is breathe. It just starts with them breathing. King David said, let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Amen. And they started breathing in David's anointing. They started praising the Lord. 
and their destinies started to manifest out of their spirit. And they all took their positions in Israel. So shall it be now in the restoration of all things. Anyone that's open to love at all will take their positions in the kingdom of heaven. Their faces will glow. Everyone will be enriched. Global jubilee. You don't even need to pay attention to what the beast and the false prophet and the red dragon are doing because the Bible says they were thrown in the lake of fire already. They're completely defeated unless you believe in their power. And most of you are so distracted, you just focus on the false prophet Jezebel, you focus on the red dragon, pride, Leviathan, every negative word twisting demon in hell, and you just, all that negativity, listen, all of that's under your feet when you enter the love realm, you've overcome the world. They overcame Satan by the blood of the Lamb and the word of their testimony and not loving their life unto death. Which, what does it mean, not loving their life? Not paying attention to the negative things that's happened to them. Not take, paying attention to what the demons did to you when you were in the valley of shadow of death. You're so healed on the mountaintop, I can't even remember a bad thing that happened in the valley. It was just awesome. I enjoyed every moment in the wilderness. You know, the snake bit me. We made snake meat. It was delicious. You know, you're just drooling thinking about it. It was such a good time. I loved going to Vietnam. I mean, I loved World War II. I loved everything we had to go through as humanity. It's been awesome warring against the Nephilim and the seed of Cain for 6,000 years. I can't remember a negative thing in six days. Wisdom of the ages. This has been wonderful. Thank you, Father, for your perfect timeline. 6,000 years. Six days in the Lord. Wisdom of the ages. Culmination of the ages. The fullness of everything you've ever done for us every day to redeem us to this perfect place in your glory today. Thank you, Father, for healing us at your level of wholeness through our hearts and minds, completely transfiguring us, raising us up, burning through our holy place, getting all the lust out of us, all the pride out of us, all the greed and fear out of us, all of the clinging to the natural dimension, just burn it up. All the cables and cords melt away. Everything that has bound you is loose today. And you are free to fly in your destiny. Underneath you is a fountain of life that burns in holy pleasure and holy love that will lift you up into new realms as high as you want to go, as high as you have faith for in marketplace and priesthood. Your destiny will just shine now. It's time for the bride to shine as the high priest, the high priestess of the universe. You have the high priest in every single one of you. And you can operate at the highest level of glory, the highest level of excellence, the highest level of love and joy and peace, and all the fruitfulness and all the power of the Father. All you got to do is know Him on the inside and just say yes to Him and get all the no out of you, get all the woundedness out of you. Yield your pain, yield your wounds to Him because He can do a work in you no matter what has happened to you. And He will completely glorify you beyond recognition and everyone will see your transfiguration and believe in the same God that has transfigured you, Jesus Christ. We love you guys. Partner with Red Ministries. We're doing tons of campaigns, reaching the occult, reaching clubbers, reaching New Age, and reaching lots of charismatic Christians and just taking them all into higher levels. Help us grow this ministry. Donate at redlettermen.com, and we'll see you tomorrow. Amen. Glory.